Are you ready for firearm-friendly social media? Big tech hates you, your firearms, and your lifestyle. They'll continually throttle and delete your firearm-related content and the ability to see content you want. Every day, your friends, favorite influencers, gun shops, or manufacturers get canceled and banned. They will not stop until you no longer have a voice. There is an alternative. Gunspace. Gunspace has taken the best components of top social media and fused them together for a unique social experience. A scrollable feed, clubs, podcast network, forum, and an NFT creator are features of this app. We want you to socialize and engage with other firearm enthusiasts, dealers, manufacturers, without random unwanted posts or unrelated advertising. Gunspace, the firearms-friendly social media. Download Gunspace, one word, in the App Store now. You can find us on Gunspace at C-I-Pod. That's C-I-P-O-D. What's up, you ugly bastards? Welcome to the Clone and Correct podcast, where we have the biggest box and the tightest butts. All right. Someone else can go. Yeah, welcome back. <laughs> you say that one more time, we have the biggest what? Cox. And the tightest butt? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, one, co- it's, it's, one, it's one collective butt, though, we share between all of us. For whoever's doing leg day, you know, you just so pass the ass around. Multiple uh, GI tracts, but only one butthole. So I don't know like what you just said. Uh, he's talking about the collective butthole. We've been over this before. Oh, the collective, the collective anus. Yeah, we have to share. Um, it's it's a little bit awkward sometimes, but we can make it work. It's kind of crazy because one person can give all of us P-spot orgasms at once, which is rather an interesting situation especially when we're having like a meeting or something yeah it, uh, it gets to be really weird but you know we do have a meeting coming up with a uh, black rifle coffee so that's going to go really good I mean, just, who's dropping trial to say let's butt fuck each other is it going to be evan or someone else can i be honest with everyone i'd call evan's bluff dude that's a short little manlet. I'm much bigger and much stronger. I'd drop my pants right there and just be like, all right, dude, bend over. <laughs> <laughs> he did say each other. Like, you're, right. you're catching first, bud. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're going to be broken by the time I'm done with you. Fuck, dude, I'm pitching and I have a really good fastball, so let's just get this over with. <laughs> 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 and the, the whole saga of that is just the funniest legal document I've ever read in my entire life. That it's the funniest like, shit. That is a classic. Like, and it was, this apparently was, was well good enough years ago that, like, now we're just finally seeing it come to light. Like, what? Like, this is a weird thing that now, like, what, three, four years later, we're all well, finding think- out about it after the lawsuit <laughs> thing? It's a pretty standard situation of a Jewish CEO threatening to buttfuck his Mormon employee. I mean, when you put it like that, many times you say that like it's a common occurrence. It is. It is. I think you guys need to travel more. If you get out, shut the fuck up. I'm speaking. If you get out more towards like the mountainous regions. with the Mormons, or as they're more commonly known, the mountain Jews. If you get out more to their regions, you'll you'll see it quite often that, that them getting butt fucked happens on the regular. And I just I really find it inappropriate. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if perhaps they didn't have the mountains in the altitude messing with their brains, it wouldn't be as common of an occurrence. See, but, people don't don't realize, in fact, the mountains will really fuck with your head. And if you're wondering, like, why are there always weird people and weird things happening in mountain states? Yeah, well, uh, that, that's, that's altitude, my guy. Like, yeah, well, why, welcome why to the show. And then you have Ohio. I need to do a study of this, but I'm pretty sure that the number of gay people decreases the closer you get to sea level. I don't think that's accurate at all. New York? No, I do not think it's possible for there to be a gay person on a submarine. I think th- it must be definitely up. not true. That is definitely. <laughs> Listen, that thing is full of semen in multiple ways. And, I and mean, it's, it's, it's shaped like it's a dick already, too. <laughs> I, like, I, like I said, full of semen in multiple ways. Yeah, no. It, <laughs> come on now. It's a shaped like boat that shoots dick-shaped uh, munitions. Yes, it, 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 is a, it is a dick that goes underwater. It is a when they crew it, it is it's almost always crewed by exclusively men up until very recently, and they're called oh. semen. The entire thing is a dick joke. Of course, there's gay people in the fucking submarine. Are you kidding me? No, I think that's. Imp- I think that they pump the air in. I think they pump high altitude air. No, they pump something else. We're gonna get so many angry DMs from dudes in the Navy. I'm sorry, but is that the first Navy is gay joke they've ever heard? What the fuck? No. Uh, you know what <laughs> like, I'm really excited for? <laughs> what I'm really excited for is all the Rule 34 submarine porn that I'm gonna get. You guys, it's gonna be so good. And I'm not going to remember this. Whenever this releases in like four weeks, I'm going to just wake up one morning and go and check my phone. And it's just an inbox full of submarines just smashing dick, dude. That, what's really funny is I've been playing 688i lately. You need to find a new way to start that, that sentence after I make that statement. No. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the episode teaser now. Yeah. No, the episode teaser is me telling everyone that we were supposed to have a guest, but he he's much more important than us, so he just didn't show. So now I'm standing, so now I'm standing peach rings and uh, making gay jokes about the Navy and conspiracizing that mountain Jews are all gay because of the altitude they live in. You actually might be would you guys like a peach ring? No, this is a gummy charger, household, sir. <laughs> fucking fag. I mean, somebody had better eat more of these peach rings because we didn't put these in the conference room for no fucking reason. They're stale. Nobody wants peach rings. Somebody's peach ring is getting eaten later. Dude, I've done that before. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Do you guys remember the Nerds Rope meme? Yes. Oh, yeah. Forges, do you know what I'm talking about? Unfortunately, yes, I do remember that. Yeah. 
So I did that. And the next morning, my girlfriend texted me. And in all caps, she said, I'm shitting nerds because of you. <laughs> was it worth it? Dude, uh, that was fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> I can't I can't recommend it because someone's gonna do it with a nasty hoe and eat poop and get really, really violently sick. So Yeah. But yeah, it was fun. And I can only tell that story because she really doesn't listen to this podcast. So I would be concerned if she did. Thank God. If she did, I'd fucking left her. That psycho bitch. If she I mean, to podcast, what the fuck's wrong with you? I mean, I, this is this is that reminder I have to give to if you are a woman that is listening to this podcast because a man has told you to listen to it. Get a yeah. fucking restraining order. He's not normal. <laughs> Yeah, if you're if you're a woman listening to the to this podcast, I bet your vagina is just giant. Or there's something else very wrong here. Like there, there, there's, you just have a giant vagina. There's nothing else wrong besides your gaping hole. <laughs> you know who listens to this podcast and is supposedly a woman? Psyop girl. I guarantee you, she listens to it. Why? Uh, no reason. No. Oh. When you say psyop girl, who do you, who do you mean? The army psyop girl. I guarantee you. After after a recent, uh, can can we talk about the the situation with you? Can we talk about that? what? Who who do you mean? Um, I have some information about her, by the way. <laughs> okay, okay, Megatron. Ah, <laughs> uh, you have any information about the Autobots while you're at it too? Who, who are you talking yes, about? Yes, I have, I have information about them. Oh, shit. The Autobots. Hey, that guest showed up. <laughs> oh, look, our guest's here. Corey, how are you, man? What up, dude? Oh, you missed it. We were making gay jokes about the Navy. Glad that you're here, man. Um, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Corey Edmund to the Cloning Correct podcast. Corey is a sales associate for the Superior Defense Company. Um, a parking attendant for house party distribution, distro, distro, I don't know, I'm retarded, and uh, is the uh, legal team for the Fort Knox podcast. D- did I miss anything? Um, yeah, I'm actually the senior sales associate at Infinity in uh, Las Vegas. <laughs> Perfect. You Infinity Nissan? Yeah. Um, Seven Nissan. I, uh, yeah, I own a bunch of Nissans. I'm super into, you know, the most inferior product Japan has ever released. But, uh, you know, that's that's kind of my, my identity is I'm into really shitty Japanese vehicles. Did you... Uh, so you don't like the Altima? You know, I think it's the best product we ever released. The Nissan Altima is the apex predator of the interstate. No, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. Could you imagine actually liking Nissan product? No, I couldn't. It's just, why no, would you? No. Like, I said, no. Nissan seems like Toyota's slightly dumber, much poorer cousin that went to a, a public college instead of somewhere classy. I was going to say the, the, like, 
odd brother that got held back a few grades because he can't read too good, but generally he means well, but nobody really wants to tell him how much they're disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> Nissan Ultima's come with a wrecked title, actually. Yeah. Um, I hear elusively there is one that is like brand new on the lot somewhere, but it's I think it's a myth, honestly. No, they keep moving, um, they keep moving it around so that you can't find it. Mm. Speaking of things that cost like roughly fifteen to twenty thousand dollars, Corey, let's uh, let's start this out. Let's can we talk about twenty elevens because you were shooting them much much earlier than me. Like, how long you have? Well, can you just give us? This is a gun podcast, so can you give keep people kind of a a rundown of how you got into shooting, when you did, and and what kind of what you try to get out of it i know some people try and be a hard ass and train to be some fucking i know some larp or delta seal dude some dudes trying like to get into competition and other people just like the cool sounds that they make (laughs) yeah so um i am a normal ass dude uh and i like cool shit so whether it be cars or guns um you know i i kind of like to stay in my lane of knowing just enough to get myself in trouble and trying to figure out how to make enough money to not have a real job and not have to complain about the price of ammo. So naturally, you know, the progression of being that guy was selling my soul to be able to buy my first 2011, which was a DVCP. So I actually, and I've been pretty vocal about this and I'm going to fucking rant because I am, I'm a, Derailed train at all times. Go off, Quinn. (laughs) So my first 2011 was a DVCP, which what's the equivalent now? An XC or whatever. So do you guys remember that STI? There was that weird time period that it was STI. Then it was just 2011 for like a year, and then it was staccato to where it just progressively got fucking worse. Yeah, back when uh, STI was actually the like the main flagship brand of it and staccato they were just trying to roll out as a model it was like yeah, what, yeah, five years ago almost sti was the brand and then staccato was like the budget line yes so and then in that weird like year transfer from ownership when it was just 2011 is really when I started shooting 2011s and I bought the DVCP because I shit you not, it was the most expensive one I could find. Was super into the idea of having a compensated heavy 2011 that you could put, you know, a 26 round magazine in. Um, I had owned a DVCL, I think, at that same time. And like you said, like shooting competition, like, okay, I'm gonna go shoot limited class. Limited class is gay as fuck. Why would I shoot a gun that doesn't have a red dot if I have the ability to have a red dot on it? So that's kind of how I fell into it, man. Is I just I I really I wanted the big dog pistol at the time that I could find locally in Vegas. Which if any of you guys have ever been to Vegas, it's you know the size of um, the private airport, you know, in the smallest town in the U.S. It's not that big. So we have one yeah, gun shop that actually sells shit. Dude, it's We're so not. small. <laughs> Yeah, the first time I went out there, I was I was kind of shocked. It's a uh, it's not what people think it is. Absolutely not. It's one it's one strip that is you know six miles long 
with massive corporations that's gambling and fucking pool parties. Experiments on small people at government facilities. That's not a joke, by the way. <laughs> yeah, so um, outside of, uh, you know, testing on midgets, we have one shop here that was owned by JJ Rokaza, and I was lucky enough that, you know, they were getting the last shipments of the STIs before they changed over. And I picked that thing up and I have about 10,000 rounds through mine. And then I kind of stopped shooting it because now I shoot the, the, the best, absolute, most 100%. This is all true. These are all facts. It's scientific. Um, I shoot a, pr- a prodigy now. You know, it's the best 2011 ever produced. It does have a significantly lighter trigger than the staccatos. <laughs> I, we're going to just ignore the fact that it has legitimately no wall to it, but it's a very light trigger. It's, the the it doesn't have a feed ramp that was uh just like the term 2011 no. that was that was trademarked by staccato so yeah, it's do- now a feed wall they can look at like that it's actually they teach the magazine teaches the bullets to do parkour and get into the chamber <laughs> so like it's it's a very well designed gun i mean they really put a lot of r&d into it like fantastic dude it, it's it's perfect, you know, and the other thing is it has the most optimal uh, footprint for red dot sites, which if you own a doctor, you already know that that's a direct bolt up to it. So it's perfect. I don't understand why people spend, you know, hundreds of more dollars, if not, you know, 50 more dollars and just buy a Glock. You know, I don't, I don't really understand it. Who owns a doctor anymore? <laughs> I have a broken one, dude. I can tell you that I own one, but it does not work. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't really know what the fuck a doctor is. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I didn't know that what doctor was until it was after they existed. I was, uh, it was like, <laughs> time. I'm like, like until after they were gone, I, I didn't know what they were. It was, uh, right around they the were. time, the type, I didn't know who doctor was or what doctor did until they were like, they weren't important anymore until they were like, uh, over the hill. Um, That's kind of a weird thing to say about medical professionals, Wop. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I da- I'm dating a nurse, so. Um, but yeah, it was, <laughs> it was like around the time an RMR, the RMR t- uh, type two came out, and there was a some picture that some fucking nerd got off of Reddit, uh, some like Delta dude, and I was like, wow, that's a really piss ugly uh, loophole Delta point. And someone's like, actually, that's a doctor. And I'm like, why are you making up company names now, you fucking nerd? And I uh, Googled it, and Dr. Red Dots were real. And the only people who used those were clone dorks who bought them to put on top of their L-cans. Yeah. But anyway, I think now if you don't have a Springfield Prodigy with a Hollow Sun 507, you're just putting yourself at a disadvantage wait comma pause are you ready is the 507 better than the 509 i have no clue okay i have a 509 on my desk when i go back to my office i'll change it out so i'm so i'm up to speed okay cool <laughs> i didn't realize on, on a serious note the uh the company that does hollow sun's oem is legitimately the company that does red dot manufacturing for the People Liberation Army of China. 
Like I it's not a meme. I thought it I thought it was a meme. They're like, oh yeah, some Asians own a company and everyone's deciding to call them Chinese. And then I looked it up and it's like, nah man. <laughs> but it's <laughs> it's real. That's the Chinese military industrial complex right there. Now, oh, now damn. On, the good, on the good side of that, uh, knowing how uh unimpressive that thermal site is, I'm not too worried about their thermal optics capability. <laughs> Or do you go to Shot Show, or is it I like? Did. Yeah, what is it? What is that like seeing a bunch of old people who are pretending to be rich? What is that like seeing them in Vegas, or is that just like the normal, the normal tourists? So when Shot Show is in town, um, how do, the best way to kind of explain it, man, is there's a lot of guys wearing khaki, you know, with outdoor boots of some sort, whether it be Solomon's or Merrill's or just, you know, combat boots that have zippers on the side of them. And, um, and bend over to tie their shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And, you know, they all hang out in one spot, so it's pretty easy to avoid it. But every year in January, you know, it's like, don't go down to these locations because you're going to get some dude who's going to want to talk shop with you about how, Hey, you know, uh, did you sell enough Springfield this year? Were you able to obtain a TRP operator, you know, on points? And, uh, it's, you know, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it actually fucking sucks. It's pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, I mean, it's, I it's mean, one of those things I've you look been at to Vegas once and it was for work, but it's just, I can't imagine a room or a city full of those people because they all just seem so fucking insufferable. And this it's is like the, one, there's, there's no one I in mean, the gun that's important enough to act like those people do zero it's it's the same kind of thing like when you i mean you see this these kind of people like when they're gun shops if they're like like the company rep or if they are you know even a guy behind the counter and they look like they're look like a walking 511 tactical like catalog they got the fucking pants like the shoot me pants they got the fucking you know tack light whatever boot that they fucking just started selling because it was the new one and the 511 guy at the booth gave it to him for free and he's like oh this is so cool like <laughs> all of that shit you could fucking see him from a mile away and I always like to walk up to these people and just tap them on the shoulder like hey man you're printing and walk away <laughs> did you just call 511s and cries shoot me pants yeah the shoot, the shoot me pants like what <laughs> kind of asshole are you like wear car hearts or jeans Stop being a cunt. Hey, hey, the 511 jeans are fucking cool. And they work. Yeah, but they look like jeans. They look like jeans. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. Yeah. They're, those are fine. But if you're wearing like 511 like, oh, yeah, pants, those are fucking goofy as shit. You do, you do deserve to get shot if you wear them. <laughs> the audio quality is so great. <laughs> like, it's just, it's the worst. And it's like, I you can oh. spot these guys from a mile away, and it's like, dude. Now that we're talking about man. now that we're talking about clothing, uh, I'm just full honesty and backstory. I talked so much shit on Corey. Absolutely, you should. I did it forever and <laughs> ever. He burned Wops crops to the ground and poisoned his wells. I. <laughs> so much shit on it and i'm gonna get in the, i stopped doing it about the drops and in, in that kind of 
selling things and stuff like that. Uh, after talking with uh, Max from Circa Craft, mm-hmm. um, he's a good dude. Uh, it, I'm not real good at explaining it, but you see a lot of people bitching about drops and stuff. And can you kind of explain it to people in small words? Because all of our listeners are retarded. Why companies do drops and why not everything is in stock all the time for you to buy. Okay. So I will give you my reasoning on how I run, you know, the handful of businesses that I do. And then I'll, and I'll actually answer this backwards. I will tell you why everyone else does it. Are you ready? Yeah. Because I do it. So moving past that, <laughs> um, <laughs> man, I come, I come from all the goofy fucking subcultures that everyone loves to hate because I'm a fucking kook. I yeah. always did limited, re- limited release stuff because I get bored with shit. I don't want to make more than X amount, comma. I also own the manufacturer the screen printer i own the fulfillment company so that's that shit if i just do it because i want i want a lot of it not to exist that's the that's the simple answer because i get bored very quickly yeah that makes sense and i've also i heard max talking about you i don't think you have this issue just because of how popular your companies are but like overbuying product you're like yeah this thing's gonna fucking sell out and three months later you've got product sitting on your shelf which is money that isn't in your bank account you know so and that's another thing too man is you get a lot of these guys and you know i've been doing superior defense for 10 years well sorry next year will be 10 years so my professional background is live entertainment merchandise so i've been selling t-shirts for bands for a decade yeah. Three. Dude, Superior Defense was a retail gun shop. 07 in fucking California. Back when Obama I, was I'm gonna I'm gonna memory lane this one, uh, Corey. I was on Gundler back in the day and I remember when you guys opened the shop. See? And that's Whoa. another thing is so many guys don't realize and like I sound like such a fucking dork all the time when I start talking about this. I fucking started my original blog was called Tac X Life. I remember my that original. <laughs> yep. So my original blog I started because I wanted to fucking talk about guns. Guns are fucking tight. That's yeah. ultimately why um, I started Superior Defense because there weren't do and like again this is such a you know the u.s is so big and that's we can start talking about geopolitics later about this but the reality is where you dudes are at where i'm at where i'm from what i've been into our our big common thing is right okay you like guns we're not the same people our values might be the same we don't like the same shit because of where we live like man if you told some fucking dork you know oh man fucking in and out trash like okay yeah that's cool but have you had Bojangles? No, what the fuck is that? Exactly, dude. What do we like? We like guns. <laughs> that's, our com- that's our common ground. And a lot of these cats, as I was gr- getting into the gun scene, I realized there was not a place for dudes who were like me, who like skate- well, you know, skateboarding, BMX, fucking cars, all this other shit. So I wanted that place to exist. So I opened, I, I opened a gun shop. And, now and that's how... We- when you were opening a gun shop, what kind of stuff were you going for? Because you see there, there are predominantly two two kinds of gun shops, really. There's the guys that are selling the 
the cheap shit because they know they can move it to poor people. And then there are people that sell maybe a small select handful of really high end shit. And that's their target. When I, so, would say there's three. I would say there's the poor shops, the high end shops, and then there's just the generic NPC shops. Yeah, yeah I would that, agree that's that accurate. It's like so, a it's like a twenty sixty twenty split. You yeah. know, and, and and just for to remind people, this is twenty fourteen. So Obama was just elected president, right? Yeah. Or was so it's two years, two years past the second election. Yeah. 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 So California, you got to remember too, and like everyone talks shit about California, and I'll openly fucking say this because the FBI already showed up my house, so they know. Um, the reality is, California gun owners, there's two types. Or sorry, we'll go with three. <laughs> The ones that own shit, the guys that own more shit than you will ever fucking realize, and the other guys that, you know, are just normal FUDs. Like, oh shit, like I have a shotgun and you shouldn't be able to own anything. A, fuck those guys. B, the dudes that own a bunch of wild shit that you never could even imagine that guys are there are the guys that are on Instagram, right? So, yeah, my yeah. shop, I, I was the only active Knights Armament dealer in California up until. <laughs> I want to say Rifle Gear, if you guys know who they are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. So Rifle Gear was too close to my shop. that I got my account before they did. So they had to ship all their stuff to Texas to then ship it to California. Hmm. Which, dude, my shop space was like 200 square feet of what my retail showroom was. Thinking about the just fucking over Rifle Gear because I was a dealer before they were. And they were too close to me. Like such a such a fucking good time, but no. So I sold. Um, I I obviously have a really good relationship with Nevesky. Um, I understand everyone has beef with Nevesky. Uh, nice Nevesky, <laughs> and then I sold Arrow because the majority of guys who I hung out with, you know, they liked guns. They didn't know what they should buy, and they weren't really going to be buying Knights or Nevesky. So Arrow at the time was one of the other businesses that was actually sending shit to California. So it was what? Stag, Spikes, Nevesky. I had to bribe Knight's Armament to send me anything and then fucking Arrow, realistically. So, so like on the AR side, that was that was pretty much what you guys were doing. And then handguns yeah. is like whatever you guys could fucking get that was California compliant, which handgun scene is in California for anyone who doesn't know is an absolute fucking dystopia. I can, dude, the wildest thing about this time period for California pistol ownership is even wild because you got to remember for what, 15, 16, someone can correct me on my dates or when the, the Glock 42 came out, right? So everyone's losing mm -hmm. it, single stack, subcompact, blah, 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 pistol, pocket pistol. Dudes were paying. So pause. Sorry. California handgun roster, wild as, as you guys have already mentioned. Basically what it is, is you have a list. This list is the only thing that you can own unless that you can buy over the counter, unless you can obtain it through a third party that is exempt from the roster, meaning law oh. enforcement. Yeah. yeah so, like, jobs. if you to equate that... Family members, or if it's like a CNR, I think. Uh, CNRs are exempt. Family members that are only direct lineage, so mother, father, yeah. grandmother, grandfather, not sister, not fucking brother, not cousins, not nephews, none of that shit. Straight up, up and down the, the, the family tree. And then, like the <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so, like the 
a Gen 5 Glock 19 in California goes for like $1,500 where it's $500 in any other state. It's dudes insane. were paying, dudes were paying almost two grand for fucking 43s when they released. That's fantastic. Yeah. I, I know a dude who paid like 1700 or something. I know a cat who was selling uh, SP5s, so fucking M- MP5s, right? The SP5, when they first released those pistols, for $10,000 a piece. Hurricane <laughs> Butterfly moment. And dude, that's the situation. And like, I have to explain to a lot of guys, as much as everyone hates California, you got to remember the money in California is so fucking different to where use guns that you can buy in every state that we live in, you know, fucking like you said gen 5 glock like cool i'll go get one of those right now for 400 dollars. they're still 1200 dollars in fucking california because of the roster yeah i think i think the big difference with california with uh like in comparison to like other shitty states like new jersey and new york is that uh, like in california you can get it if you pay enough absolutely whereas like in some of those other states you just can't at all like you're just hosed. Sorry, but get, go get fucked. But because there's an exemption that's been there for like ten years, well, here you go. You can try. Absolutely. So with my pistol stuff, I only sold uh, G26s if guys wanted them, but mostly 1917s and 34s. Outside of that, there's and dude, this is the reality too. Is I understood my lane. I can sell A, B, C, D, E, and outside of that. Go to Rifle Gear. Go to any of these other shitty, you know, fun shops like Turner's or whatever. So I stayed in a very niche area. And then ultimately, you know, California Department of Justice won the game because as new legislation was coming in with Obama and, you know, we had uh, Newtown and all the other shit, which nothing actually ever fucking happened. Thank God. But California legislation was continuing. So we had long gun registration. So I'll say these kind of numbers to where, you know, you guys, if you work at gun shops, you understand that when there's a panic buy, it's not crazy to sell fucking a thousand stripped lowers in three days. Oh, yeah. But yeah, like again, my my shop space was 200 square feet. So that was not a thing for me. I sold a thousand Nevesky Gen 1s, dude. Yeah, those, like, are, those, are the, those are peak Novesky right there. The fucking eighty dollars, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like th- for a lot of context on that, like for the people who are familiar with new gun ownership and buying in the middle of the COVID pandemic, um, that's bigger numbers than most shops would have made during the COVID twenty twenty like ban by scare when everyone was like. Oh my god, like someone's gonna fucking steal my yo play yogurt from my fridge and need to go get an AR fifteen. Like those numbers were pe- like shops were sold out. That's more lowers in three days than I moved in about two you weeks. Know the crazy sales time. The craziest sales time is probably uh the California Mag Freedom Week. Oh yep. yeah. Like yeah. that shit was so absurd. Remember that dude. Dude, I remember, I was a little bit proud of the gun community in the sense with that one because there were people that were like, hey, like this is their window to go get mags and guys that had bought like a hundred mags or something like that just grabbed 20 mags and mailed it to their friend in California. Like, yep, yeah, you bought them. Have them, buddy. <laughs> I sold 200 P mags of my personal collection at dealer price to a handful of homies in fucking in California. 
Yeah, I a- mean, like, that's the way to fucking do it. I had a buddy uh, from California, like, right around that week, like, hey, go buy that shit for me and ship it to me. And I'm like, all right, like, I'll get it from you for dealer cost and help you out, homie. Like, because everywhere else in California sold that shit out really fast. And, like, RSR couldn't actually fulfill orders fast enough. Yep. Like, wild shit. Like, wild things for that. And it's like, I think a lot of people don't realize how pivotal that is for like gun rights in a sense is like, and just yeah. gun ownership is like, we got that ruling. Yeah. Like we got that ruling. We got that win. And now like it's still going on in the courts and it looks like it's still going to hold up for a win. Like that's, oh, for sure. that's big. Yeah. Now the common use thing is like cemented. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like, I guess the, to continue the, the sucked up <laughs> story on this one, Corey, like, you guys were, you had the shop, you had all your stuff with, you know, keeping in your lane of what you knew about ARs and, like, you selling what handguns you liked. The most impressive when thing about moved, was I, not only was not only did Corey have Knight's Armament in stock, but he had it in stock in California. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, that's the kind of in and of itself. Yeah, like that's pretty impressive shit. And then, like, when you decide to move out of uh, California and be like, "All right, now we start new," is that when the stuff that people know now really began to start becoming a thing? Honestly, man, stuff as like I'm going to say this like really loosely because everyone's interpret- interpretation of you know of fucking success is different. When I was able to buy ammo and not really worry about how much ammo cost uh, is about in the last like three years. So COVID was a good time. And again, like I said, I merchandise is my game. So I was able to produce stuff when no one else was. And that's kind of around the same time when house party started and when more people are like, oh, shit, like superior defense, like, hey, make this for me. Uh, do you guys remember the Wahoo stuff that I did? Uh, the Wahoo with the nods or whatever. Yeah, yeah that was, that's I, one I of the favorite merch that was ever made. I do. Just yeah, because it pissed off so many people that lost wars to us. Yeah. And yes. I, um, <laughs> I still wear that all the time at, uh, at the gym, actually, so I still have one. So the Wahoo stuff is really what put Superior Defense on the map. And then as mo- I'm the same person on Instagram as I am in, in real life, I don't, I'm not trying to bullshit anyone. I'm a giant fucking idiot, and I love watching people get fucking mad. Because I am I'm trying to live I'm dude, I'm just trying to live my best life. <laughs> He's just trying yeah, to dude. buy more infinities, bro. Dude, so the Wahoo <laughs> stuff put me on the map and then make really like push it to the next level and then making expensive fucking bags in the US that guys just can't fathom how insane it is to actually A make bags, make them at a fucking, you know, quality in the United States, very compliant, all that other shit. Because high key, most people realize I'm a fucking bag weirdo. Like I love bags, so I made that rifle case, the trash bag, and you know I would sell a couple hundred of them. They'd sell out instantly. Everyone would be fucking butthurt, and then they turn around and it's like, who's fucking just put nods on shit? So with the superior defense stuff and just putting nods on things, which I've been doing for fucking ten years at this point, then I started Room Temp Pizza with Boba Fett Dunks. And the joke of the pizza slice with nods on it. 
That's you can't just put nods on anything. Well, yes, you can. There's a slice of pizza with nods on it. I love it. Is, is I mean, an it's Italian man. I love it. And it's very self aware. It's very well self aware of like the joke. And like at that point, it gets kind of cool. I want to point out <laughs> yeah, now the before the Noveski and the CGS nerds start up their company and it gets too big, I want to point out that Corey and the Boba Fett Dunks did it first. So I don't want to see any of that, I don't want to see any of that rip off Domino's logo. <laughs> I'll shit talk the end of time, dude. I, actually, Corey, I do have a really funny story about a Sepdef shirt for you. I think you'll Uh-oh. enjoy this. Right, so right. I was I was at a bar, like a like a nightclub with uh one of my buddies, and uh He's one of the Gumbler guys, and I'll tell you after the podcast who. Um, but we were out at this club, and there's like a safety cop that walks through with the flashlight and shit. Oh, God. and I was wearing a subdef shirt, like like the uh, the silhouette tank. Okay, just and so I'm wearing it, and this guy like walks up, looks at me, sees the subdef shirt. He's like, "Is that a subdef shirt?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Nice, dude." To give him a fist bump, but he just keeps going. God. Hey, do you know what it so, means, man? It's time to stop wearing those. Uh, yeah, actually, it's kind of a, a good indicator to stop wearing that shit. <laughs> but it was really funny. I was like, yo, dude, you just fucking recognized my shirt. I, I think... I, so I've had that happen to me a couple of times. And, oh man, I'm just sounding like such a fucking douchebag. So I was at cool. a... I was at um, Bass Pro here in town. There's only one. And it was during COVID and I was wearing the mask because, you know, you got to fucking wear it to be in there. And I'm looking at like propane fucking bottles to see if they had the one that I needed for, you know, my jet boil or whatever. And this dude walks up to me and he's like, hey, dude, you're you're the dude from from sub death. I'm wearing a hood and I'm wearing a mask. I'm like, this dude just recognized me from the fucking Internet. And I was like, oh, man, I need to quit. I can't do this anymore. honest i'm i'm way too paranoid for that shit if you ever think you recognize me in public do not say anything because my initial reaction is going to be to pivot plant my feet and to put a build drill straight into your chest (laughs) in that exact (laughs) same way like the like the fucking uh tfd patches those are just shoot me patches the x tells you where to put the bullet oh are those dudes still around they are. They're, they're still. They're still doing like less frequent drops than you are. <laughs> I have patches out in my. Oh shit! My truck's in the shop right now, and it has my TFD patch in it. If those fuckers steal it, I'm gonna firebomb their shop. I've I've got an extra one if they steal it. So let me know. All right. I think I'm. I think I make those, so I'll just send you some. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to check. He's just, he's just gonna get a, a, a flag of Scotland patch that's black and white and send it to you. <laughs> just send that shit up at eBay. But Dude, that's the, a, oh, go ahead. I was go saying, ahead. that's the other thing too about with merchandise and like you know my my background. Like a lot of cats don't realize it, you know. And like man, my background is live entertainment merchandise. So the fact that people and I love it so much. I fucking it's like it's what makes me get up in the morning. Is watching dudes get upset over t-shirts. <laughs> like I've, uh, this is not even a fucking a fake number, dude. 
the first Coachella I worked, so I did 13 years of Coachella. We did Rage Against the Machine 2007. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> dude, Fuck Tom Morello, I'm down with Zach Dillow. Ex- ex- explain this one. So you, d- you did Coachella like for a while. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, yeah. dude, I was when I left. I was the main. I was the main dude in charge of setting up all of merchandise. So, call it like I dealt with the tech guys. I dealt with the porta potty guys. I dealt with the build outs. I was the production manager for merchandise. And I started in, in January. January one was my first day of working Coachella. I would be on site. Sometimes I'd be there for thirteen weeks. Sometimes I would be there for six weeks. That includes two weekends of stagecoach, two weekends of Coachella. So. Dude, I that first year I did it, 2007, we had a single tent. Rage Against Machine did $1.2 million in t-shirts. Oh, shit. In three That's days. That's socialist right there, shit. I, I bet mean, they don't need all that money. Merch, That's some damn good merch money, dude. Merch is a thing that I understand. It is fun for me. Yeah. So, Speaking this is giving away my I secrets, right? <laughs> I have a Barrett patch here that's still in the plastic wrap, and I'm going to keep it for when the uh, new parent company shuts them down. <laughs> and they'll be worth a bunch of money. I actually did really like when they got bought out and that company, like, did you see the ad they put out where they basically said, business as usual, keep going. And it was yeah. like, uh, okay, like, this is a, a good sign. I mean, we'll see how long you keep your tune, but, like, yeah. this, this is a good sign. Um. But I mean, that's like fuck, kind of fucking crazy, honestly, is that like you got you could just you know how to do that kind of stuff. And I guess so the other you, question is. Oh, sorry. Continue. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I was I was going to say with merch too, man, like the 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 selective releases and, the you know, people say, you know, oh, drop culture. I mean, this shit has existed for so fucking long. Like guys want to complain about, you know, oh, just fucking make more. Dude, I would love to tell Sony that they need to make more PS5s because I need another one. You know, like, they, they act like Superior Defense is the reason why they're not getting, you know, printed fucking t-shirts when everything else in my life now... I mean, we see it across the board in any major fucking business. They pre-order shit. I don't, I don't oh, think yeah. it's directly at you, but I think there are newer companies who try to emulate that model that do oh, specifically yeah. limit releases and it, it also it, it also it depends entirely on the product that is being purchased like for a t-shirt like the subdash stuff like it's a fun t-shirt if i'm like all right hey like i need to buy another shirt there's a drop coming up like right, yeah let me get another subdash shirt Corey's cool i'll buy another shirt um but if it's like i don't need anymore like well i'm not gonna go buy a shirt if i've got like a drawer full of t-shirts like i already got a bunch of fucking t-shirts so it's right. not a big difference to me but I'm when it gets to something like uh optics or things like that like the, the acro p2 has been for the past like two years now right like that's where people get a little noise like someone got it in stock go get it and it's like kind of the scramble and rush to go buy this product like that gets to be annoying oh yeah definitely people have like started uh setting up like bots to like pre-order or like hold slots and like buy shit resell which is really fucking gay i mean it's that i think that's where people get and i think when it comes to like a gun that's where people maybe get a little annoyed like a t-shirt i don't give a shit a gun like maybe it can be a little annoying 
And I get in the same sense that like, if it's just a one-off fun gun, it's not a serious gun. So who gives a shit if it's a drop gun? Like, and not like an actual drop gun that we all know that we, you know, buy in parking lots, but, <laughs> but like, if it's a, if it's a product drop of a specific gun, it's annoying, but it's usually just a gun for fun. Like nobody's buying whatever that, um, the yeah. swamp rat, you're not buying that for your home defense gun. You're buying it because it's fun. And you guys buy guns. That's crazy. I mean, um, uh, uh, my attorney has asked me not to finish that joke. <laughs> and, um, what I've started doing, and Corey, I, I hope you start getting DMs about it, is when people are like, yo, why doesn't SupDef do more releases? I just tell them straight up that you guys have SOCOM contracts that you need to fulfill first. It's true. <laughs> uh, it's very true. Ranger Battalion needs t-shirts, guys. <laughs> You know what's funny is with House Party, we do some pretty fucking big contract runs for, for, for mill stuff. So, and that's that's the other thing, the other flip side of this is I genuinely like doing merchandise. I'm a merch guy. That's what it is. Um, so if you are in the military and you're whoever needs some shit, fucking, we'll take care of you. Um, if it's under 25 units, fuck off. Uh, if it's over 5,000, call me. I'll make it happen. <laughs> I love it, man. Is there is there a company that sticks out to you that's good to work with? And this is this is a two part. I wanted to ask this one earlier, but what what was more bitchy to work with, like more annoying to work with, like the really asshole behavior, music industry kind of shit, or or the gun industry, which is a bunch of prima donnas. So I don't have the, I only have one NDA that still actually holds up. And that was with a hip hop artist who he was, uh, in a group in the eighties with easy E. Um, and, uh, (laughs) everyone that I dealt with at an artist level was awesome. Minus who sucked one Republic. I worked for a band called one Republic. You know, they had that song. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, that, that's my childhood, dog. Not to age myself, but I'm like, <laughs> made twenties. That's my childhood, dude. <laughs> so I, uh, I, they kind of sucked because of management. But dude, mostly you gotta, we gotta remember that you know they always tell you don't meet your idols. Well, also just don't hang out with artists and actors because they're all fucking weirdos and fucking pedophiles. Um, and follow up with that is the last artist I worked for was Lady Gaga. So. Oh. Yeah. Are you a part? Are so, you of the Illuminati now? No, they wouldn't let me in. Uh, next no, year, you they, got a couple of Kennedys. <laughs> so, you know, they, he's, a part of the, he's a part of the Illuminati where they where he has mood lighting when he has sex. <laughs> but yeah, no. So, dude, the music industry stuff is always the worst because they buy so much. Like, for instance, let's say we'll, we'll say Gaga, right? So, say they ship in fucking million dollars worth of merchandise for a set of shows in Vegas. They'll sell three, four, five hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff over, say, two, three weeks, right? Ten shows. The issue at hand is not everything is going to sell. So now you have management barking at you. Then you have a fucking. Sometimes, you know, an artist might be a little bit more demanding and they actually pay attention to their merch sales, depending on the size of them. And then you have the merch company that you're dealing with and they're going to be blowing you up like, hey, how come these aren't selling? Well, dude, you fucking sent me a Kelly Green fucking shirt. No one wants that. 
as to where hey man gun- i'm not here for Kelly green slander <laughs> but with gun industry guys the toughest part is you got and this i was going to talk about this earlier when you said you know like there's a lot of newer companies that are doing pre-sales you know that really probably shouldn't be trying to push that or or emulate you know kind of whatever i'm doing but these guys they're when you get into this type of business it's the Hey man, I can't really spend X amount of dollars. And it's normally like 500 bucks because 500 bucks, they're just starting. It's a lot of cash. They don't know if they're going to sell everything. So then, you know, that's that vicious cycle of they want to pre order it to make sure they can cover that $500. Then shit takes six to eight weeks because they get patches from China or wherever, or they only ordered 50 fucking shirts. It takes a little bit longer. And then customers are pissed off and they're in their groups talking shit. People are fucking making memes about them. You guys are making memes about them. Let's be real. Um, yeah. And that's and that's the toughest part with with the the newer brands and why they're doing what they're doing because they really can't figure it out because they don't know. Yeah, you need to spend money to. You need to have a good bit of cash up front ready to go if you're not going to do pre-orders. It's. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is business one on one. Like cap you need capital to make capital. And you need to be smart about how you make the capital. And some guys just like, well, like that sounds like a funny t shirt and then like they try to run it and then like nobody fucking wants to buy it. Right? And that's another thing too. Is if you don't do it, you end up with guys like me who are just half assing it doing dropship shit. Yeah, dude, that's a good example. Um I'm, I'm going to say this and because, you know, the, the areas that I'm in, um, the perfect example of companies that have, that I, I, I do enjoy. I love the stuff they put out. I wish, and you know, they did a little bit more is warm and fuzzy. I love that dude. I love those guys. They're, they're homies. I wish their t-shirt stuff was better. And, you know, I've offered to help them. It's just one of those situations to where they aren't set up for it and they're not going to go that route. Yeah, but wait, isn't all this shit just like marked up China shit? No. So I could say that because I do know a lot of the manufacturing stuff that they do 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 comma. So if you remember correctly, if you do remember this, if not, I don't care. I'm not upset about it. (laughs) Um, I did the refactor bag, right? The ASO, which is my favorite range bag ever. They did one after mine. So obviously those are made in the US by Ari Factor. Great bag. Yeah. Insanely fucking expensive to fucking make. Um, so that's one one thing. And then a lot of the other like weirdo little things that he does is like Chinese stuff, but there's a good chunk of stuff that isn't. What do you I guess this is a, another thing that I well, I'm not even on that like Chinese shit is bad like in the first place. Like, I'm not even like saying Chinese shit is bad, but I am. Well, I there was there was a question I had kind of going into that that I think is interesting. The, the topics of the table is there's a lot of people that will allege that you got like you or that Mormon Fuzzy or whatever, they will all like there's these allegations that like the uh the product is Chinese made or that like the whatever this piece of artwork was like clearly a rip off or whatever. And it's like, okay, like sure. People want to make this claim, but like one, how true is it? And two, does it really matter? And 
I kind of want to hear your thoughts on that because there's, there, there are a lot of people that will make that claim. So I will answer this wholeheartedly. I love this. Con- I love this conversation topic because I have been involved. And I said this earlier, I've been involved in so many subcultures for so fucking long because again, I'm a kook and I love other hobbies. And I harp on people openly about this, especially gun guys have other fucking hobbies. And then you'll understand that there is a difference between a bootleg and a flip, right? So for instance, everyone's always like, oh man, like you did a fucking Pal Peralta bootleg. No, I did a flip. And that artwork is almost 10 years old. So before dudes were just putting nods on everything with a fucking skeleton, I did that already. And again, that is a, that is a fucking, that's the, that's my fucking ode to Peralta to being into skateboarding. That shit was tight as fuck to me. How do I pay homage to this? Oh, cool. I want to flip it, make it look fucking cool. That applies to the shit that I'm into. Maybe other dudes are into. Boom. There it is. So I so guess that's, like, what's the thing with the art for me? And so I guess like one of the things I, I saw recently was someone was claiming like, well, the sub def tank was like, it was, it was a, a stock art image. Like he didn't come up with it. Oh and, no, no, it's no logo. It's like, that's for real, right? Hey, I'm a no limit soldier. Thought I told you. Yeah. <laughs> so like this, this is, this, that's essentially, that's essentially you just doing a flip again. It's the same thing you've been doing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Dude, that, again, that makes sense. That again, makes perfect sense. Again, subcultures and like, dude, I fucking harp on everyone about this. Like, yo, What's the joke of uh, be better or do better? Like, for real, be better, do better. Understand, outside of this bubble of you owning shitty guns, Reddit, literally, things are cool. It's okay to fucking be stoked on stuff and have other hobbies. Yeah, I mean, like, that's that's entirely a thing. Like About that, saying if your only hobby is guns, I don't want to hang out with you. I don't. I'm not interested. You know what? I think it's I think it's mostly a new gun owner, like a post 2018, 2019 thing of like only being into guns. Yeah, I exactly. I agree with you, and I'll tell you what it actually what my, I feel very deeply about this. And I know dudes are gonna fucking harp on me because I'm I'm the big bad fucking you know shit talker about this. But it's all it's all the dudes that are fucking Grantham and fucking Lucas fans. Because you can only be into guns, you have to be prepared to fucking shoot at all times. Like, no, dude, you want to know what? Check this shit out. I bought a track car. Or, sorry, I built a track car. You know what I'm going to do with it? I'm going to drive it to the track. It has nothing to do with guns. I'm not keeping a gun in it. I don't give a fuck. Like, it's, like, dude, you don't have to suck guns dick all day, every day. You can have other hobbies. Yeah, like yeah, it's, it's one of the it's name of this podcast. We're we're naming this episode. You can have other hobbies with Corey Edmund. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can you can have other hobbies like making dick jokes about submarines. Like we open with. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a great oh. hobby. <laughs> but like, it's one of those things of like I, I feel like there's a lot of guys that will get out there and they just like this is their only fucking hobby. And I when I was at a gun shop, I would see this like half the time where guys would come in. And they'd be like, so, hey, I heard that, like, CZ in the Czech Republic is releasing a version of the P-10 with the full-size slide and the compact frame. When do you think we're going to see that in the U.S.? I'm like, bro, I don't fucking know. Like, I'm not, like, talking to an import, like, CZ importation and when they're going to bring that gun in. Like, what do you here's want from dad, me, right? Like, here's, here's some dad advice from me for all the young guys out there that are only into guns. 
You guys need to get a new hobby. Fucking take up cooking. Bitches love food. It's, oh, yes. Uh, that's actually fantastic advice for sure. Yeah. You should, yeah. You should try to. Get, I can confirm. Yes. Yeah, you should cars, try to be a good cook. Cars, and then you, cars would be a good one. Cooking's good. Music. If, you, if there's a type of music you really like, find an instrument that you want to learn how to play or a way to make that music and get invested in it. And like take an hour out of your week and just like focus on working on that thing. And then like try to do like a little bit of daily practice on some music and learning some music. It will make your life better. Like absolutely. Like music is a very therapeutic thing. And it's, uh, allegedly the women like it. I don't know. It, it hasn't worked out as well as I would like it to be, but maybe I'm not the best advice on this. <laughs> You guys are talking to girls. And music okay. and stuff will get you looks, but um, being able to cook will get you in uh, a woman's throat. <laughs> she has put something you made into her throat. Uh, take that for what you will. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's the reason Shut they up. made room temp pizza. <laughs> the war confirmed. Market Stewart. Um, now I'm, I'm going to finish, I'm going to finish this thing because I've been sitting here laughing at you fucking idiots. Um, I'm going to finish this, this statement that I, I kind of was starting on Yeah, go going for back it. to you saying, you know, like how much stuff is just Chinese made or just kind of like, you know, I saw it on wish.com and I fucking made it. There's a lot of guys that do actually do that in this space because it's low effort. Um, I'm not going to fucking point at any fingers, but there was a thread a while ago on Reddit where someone found the source for like whoobies or something for someone. Um, and then the, like the second or third post in was like, Oh, now do do forward and do superior defense. Um, I will give everyone the secret. If you would like the source for superior defense and forward observation stuff, you can email me Corey at housepartydistro.com. I will let you know that I am the source. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, Corey more. is actually Yvonne <laughs> Email me, I'll ignore it for two weeks and then give you a three word response. <laughs> I uh, am I'm gonna I'm gonna forward it to someone who will actually respond. <laughs> <laughs> uh and they will they when you forward it, they will observe it and then the group will respond. Yeah, someone will get back to you. I don't know who, what his name is. Well, we'll, 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 email. Well, the uh, the group that observes and responds uh, will be the forwarding observation group. It's not forward observation group. Can you make that sure? Forwarded observation group, and it's just a forwarded email <laughs> notification. It's just an email flying over a fucking uh, Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are uh, prepared for the business that Boba Fett, Dunks, and myself have started. It's called Forward Assist Group. Uh, it's com. I was I was wondering is somebody gonna is someone gonna make a Forward Assaulters Group? Yeah, we just stick. We just stuck with a uh, Forward Assist Group. Become a fag I would. Can you please make a shirt that just has a fucking like teardrop forward assist and says forward assist group and that's all it is. <laughs> I think there's artwork floating around already. I just. Oh want my god, that's hilarious! I, I need that as I a sticker. Want, that's a great sticker. 
I want a pocket tee that just says fag on it. That's I'm a simple uh, man. <laughs> That's doable. <laughs> oh my god. This is so funny because this recalls like a, a like a core memory for me. I think about twenty years ago I used to like walk home from school and there was a church called First Assembly of God and I was like, Oh, that's a really unfortunate acronym. <laughs> The first assembly of God does not like oh, the uh, <laughs> They should have thought about that one a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, I got a bag on Sundays. Corey, what, what do you want to see out of the gun industry? And what, what you, is, there, is there anything that doesn't exist that you want? Or... Do you just at, what, not at, at what at what level? Like firearm, like actual equipment, or gun, or in general? Like, like, I, like, I, I I'll, I'll give I'll put two I'll put two qualifiers on that. Like maybe like um two like a gun or two that is like a thing that nobody's really trying to like work on enough that you're like you know this has more merit than most of you guys are wanting to admit and let's push that direction. I'm like maybe a cultural movement or like a cultural thing that somebody like, Hey, like, let's try this and not to get more hobbies, but like a realize X thing. That's more interesting. Oh man. Let's see. This is the cultural thing is really just for me is I just want fucking guys to understand that there's more. And I, it, I go back to the more hobby thing. Like, if you understand that there's more than just fucking training and fucking, you know, sucking Jesus's dick, um, I think that this space would be better. And I've been, like, kind of kicking around the joke of, you know, and I will say this, you know, I am religious. I just am a shit talker. But I was kicking around the idea of doing some, you know, keep Jesus out of firearm stuff just to anger all of Lucas's fucking followers. Um but I think that's really it, man, is I think that once this industry realizes that you don't have to fucking love cops, you don't have to want to be a fucking male dude, and you can just be a normal-ass guy who owns guns and guns are fucking cool, I think the space will be better. And space, I mean collectively, right? Because within this industry, we do have – we are starting to have more subcultures, which is fucking the best thing ever. And uh, I'm about to say this word, um, inclusive, Uh, I think that the more people get into it, and that's the one thing I do agree with fucking Lucas is, you know, the more people get into it, then the better time we're going to have being able to fucking sue the government to make them shut the fuck up. But also in the same sentence, you know, there are a lot of assholes who uh, I would like to see get fucking beat up and pushed out of the industry, Lucas. But, um... Yeah, I think that's kind of that, man. I just we need more people just to fucking be into guns and understand the rest of everyone else to understand that guns are just tight and just leave it at that. Don't suck Jesus's dick. Don't love cops and fucking have fun. So I, I like that topic. Sorry. I want to put a pin in the I put a pin in the idea of any like gun idea or like a gun product that you would be interested in. It's like we'll put a pin in that later because I do actually <laughs> like this topic. Um, I have been of the opinion and I kind of agree with, I think it's Gary Hughes, uh, mod outfitters, dead air, that mm-hmm. Gary. Um, I have been agreeing with his opinion for a while that in reality, like people are like, why are the, why can't the gun community all agree? There's not a fucking community. There's people that like guns and that's yep. what it is. And it's okay. It's okay that I like, there's an Antifa guy that owns a surefire suppressor and I fucking hate everything about that guy. 
But you know what? As long as I can legally own a gun and he can legally own a gun and the law's not against either of us on that, I can disagree with him on everything else that I disagree with that guy on. And as long as we're not trying to shoot each other at the range, life's okay. Right? Like, that's, that's fine. Like, no, no I don't think that the, the government should ever be able to tell people what they should be able to or not be able to own, but... I've spent the last five minutes just imagining the three-hour live stream that Lucas would do in the ARFCOM club. <laughs> <laughs> if fucking Corey released the Keep Jesus okay. Out of Guns shirt. <laughs> okay, I have, to, I have to ask, okay, Corey, what is... Do you have a specific beef with um, Lucas? I kind of just have the... He can't lift his own body weight, so I instantly don't care about his opinion. Um, no, he's, he's doing roids now. He's working Bro. on that, so I have to give him credit. He's, <laughs> he's going to the gym. He's got a he's got a tra- like a trainer. He's working on it, so I, I have Has to give him posted for gym content yet, or just that yeah, he eats yeah. peanut butter. Uh, he's posted that he's been at the gym, the and then he's got a chef and like a trainer and stuff. Like he's he's been taking this a little bit more seriously. I'm gonna so sneak in draw into his peanut butter. That dude needs to do some fucking trend. Do <laughs> <laughs> you imagine Lucas on trend? Jesus Christ. I would I would love. Can you just make a fucking can you uh, a Jack Lucas? <laughs> can you Can you make a t-shirt that has Lucas but we give him art like make art of him on like just absolutely jacked and it just oh, says trend, trend, just, just trend Rex arms? The sticker that's, is Lucas Bakken's face on Ronnie Coleman's body, and it says it is Trent Rex. Yeah. The thing is, we I would I would send him like three of those stickers and be like, "Listen, bitch, you better fucking put that on the stock of a rifle." <laughs> like, I'll, dude, I'll I'm gonna make that a T-shirt. Though. Do you think I would get that the, they would sue me if I just took they the would team? send you a they would send you a season to this for sure because he's very protective of his brand. Me. Which is I'll smart, but yeah, I'll I'll answer this question. Okay, man. my my beef with him is specific. Is just I he got really fucking big, and his claims of he did it himself. The reality is, man, like his family and all that other shit. And dude, I'm not I'm not fucking mad about it. I would. How stoked would any of us be if we had help getting our business off the fucking ground? Oh yeah, yeah no, I don't have a family at all anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like he—he he, he got a very fortunate uh, lot to start his company. Now, to be to his credit, it is one of those things I will say that his company has taken the right turn on things. And like, I used to not be a fan of him. Um, I remember back when he started making his first holsters, and they were just the absolute biggest pieces of shit. Um, I know that for a fact. <laughs> and now I have, will say, tell you this. I have three of his holsters before uh, last year. I would have never bought one of them, but I have three and they work fine. And the, the product is a lot better than it used to be known as. And the I bought the AC1 plate carrier. It's a, actually a pretty decent plate carrier for the money that you pay for it. I can't be too mad about what he's doing. And... There is a net positive to the guy, and 
I will put up with some of the things that I didn't like with him in the past and say that he's rounded a corner that I appreciate. And I would still be interested in actually pressing him on the things I don't like. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I totally agree. What's funny is like, that um, you'll see people who will shit on, like, uh, uh, normie, like, YouTube channels, like Demolition Ranch and shit, and then, and then like, they'll shit on them for not bringing up 2A shit, and then they will go out of their way to, like, shit on people like Lucas, who do, like... Lucas were like like goes out of his way apparently to do two a shit, especially in his own state. I have to give them credit for that. Like they they actually did put a little bit of effort into um, a, le- a, a pack of some kind to help get some bills passed in Tennessee. Yeah. So like that's that's actually good. Like. It, it, like all the cringe aside and like the fact that there's sometimes where like I've looked at Lucas and I'm like dude like you he definitely was the influencer type pushing this thing like he was the best and that he was all this kind of thing but he has put in the one he's put the time in at the range and he's put his money where his mouth is when it comes to 2A advocacy stuff yeah, I'm, exactly. dude, he, he's I'm a good him. shooter I'm not discounting the fact that he shoots a lot if you shot as much as he did you would be a good shooter as well if your job was to fucking shoot guns, again, you'd be a good fucking shooter. Yeah, I actually, I think he brought that up in a video at some point. I don't know. I, I don't really watch GunTube anymore, but I'm pretty sure he yeah. brought that up in a video at some point. He's like, if you could shoot this much, you would also be very proficient. Well, so, Corey, you had a point on that. I want to let you continue that. So, like, let's, so I will let's say that, that too. I'll, I'll say it too, man. It's like, his, when he's tried to talk shit to me, you know, in whatever context on any groups or any of the meme pages, like, dude, the different, the difference between how I grew up, I grew up in the hardcore scene. So I went to shows. I got beat up. I beat fucking dudes up. I'm still down to fight people. I know that's probably the worst thing to say, but that dude's never been punched in the fucking face and it shows. So that's the other thing too, about this entire space with all these dudes that are alphas and blah, 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 blah. Lucas being one of these guys, Lucas, if you actually get tagged in this, you no. listen to it. Fucking oh, reach out. Hold to on. Me. Reach like, out let's, to me. let's just, let's just take a moment and put a pin in all that and say, that's probably the most <laughs> base thing anyone said on the fucking show in a hot minute. And we hadn't known her on a, like a few weeks ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, I've, I've said it from the beginning. Hey, I'm in Vegas. I'm not hard to find to any motherfuckers. I'm also down to scrap, but comma, yeah, I mean, all these industry cats are fucking pussies, dude. And also, at one point, I was shooting about a thousand rounds of nine and a thousand rounds of five five six before I actually had to have a real day job. So I understand why he's a good shooter. And also, I don't really care about the shit he does for two A advocacy. You should. It should be a known thing. You keep talking yeah. about it. Cool, we get it. You want to know what I'm really about for Second Amendment? Laws don't exist. If you don't believe in Santa Claus, then you don't have to believe in fucking laws. So when it comes to this whole, I guess, like the whole pistol brace or, you know, this whole debacle that we're, we're facing now where we're looking at a lot of people that have um, legitimate concerns about the 2A and legitimate concerns about like the whole, like, am I going to go to jail for owning a fucking AR with a brace on it and all this other shit? Like, you're pretty unapologetic on that stance then is like, why should you care? But it's, 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 that answer is easy too. You ready? 
I was a California gun owner. No one gave a fuck about California gun owners. No one gives a fuck about California gun owners. Just move. That's everyone's fucking response. So now, and I, I'll catch you about that this. I don't give a fuck. You will post like the most like inane, like random, like law breaking shit, and someone will post like, "Just move." Yeah, just move, bro. Hey, um, you you live where in Indiana? Um, just hey, you know where uh, I <laughs> do like this specific part that I want to get in. Like, uh, when I live in California, like, just move. Yeah, it's like, dude. Fuck. Here's the thing, like every I uh, so those who regularly listen know I am from Colorado, and so the just move argument applies in a certain sense if you understand that the the ship is sinking, but otherwise it's not because I watched everyone from California move to Colorado, right? And Colorado became California in ten years. And now we're 10 years past the uh, mag ban in Colorado. And we're looking at, like, in that state, there's going to be a lot of serious, you know, actual California-type gun laws. message for Colorado people, but it was your own people. That's, that's the message. It hey, was no, your I, own no, 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 I, I, no, I'm, I, as a Colorado resident, no. It, what happened was there was a lot of people that moved to Colorado from... California and other places too. It wasn't just California. It was also Arizona. Like the state got really popular. It be your own niggas. It do be your own dudes that do this. But what happened was that the state was generally purple and not really going to have this sort of thing happen. But you pair up with the Sandy Hook and uh, Batman Dark Knight shooting. Yeah. And then yeah. you also pair up with the fact there's a right? lot of people that moved to the state that weren't from the state because the state got really popular in like 2007 to 2010 and everyone started moving there. And then the weed legalization thing hit and then more people started moving there. This trend in this slide has happened in the state of Colorado that like yeah. I saw the writing on the wall like 10 years ago and I got out. So I have been in the process and now I'm in another place. But I saw this 10 years ago. And, but you can't just sit there and say that it's just California gun owners and just, just move. Like, well, they're going to move. California yeah. people and other people that don't agree with you, one, they live in your own state. And two, the people that don't agree with you yeah. will move to your state. Yeah, no, so my like, favorite is when, like, people from Texas will, like, blame California gun owners. And it's, like, Beto O'Rourke, who was, like, born and raised in Texas, who's, like, actively trying to pass gun control and shit. Dude, I, would like to note, I, would, I would like to note that Beto O'Rourke took an no, L three times. It's, 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 it's not like, it's, it's not like uh, insert state. It's not Washington. It's not California. It's not New York. It's city people, honestly. It's college it's, kids, It's man. always the fucking urbanite people who... It's the people that have like, like two, three degrees, two or three degrees, and they think they're smarter than you because they have a couple yeah, degrees. And they like people who have never touched a fucking single blade of grass in their life. They've never mm-hmm. held a fucking hammer. That's the that's what it is. They've never held a fucking <laughs> yeah. hammer. Like it's not go they touch grass. It's not while their dad was trying to screw in a fucking uh, like thirteen millimeter nut. Like, you've never sat there and had your grandpa uh, yell at you because you missed the nail twice in a row, and now he's like, you need to help me build this deck. 
you're like, we're trying to build a bench for your grandmother. You need to start getting better about swinging a hammer, right? So the touch grass, fuck that. Go swing a hammer. Doesn't matter how big the fucking hammer is. Go swing a hammer and build something. And you'll yeah, understand how to actually get a family down the road to fucking do this shit for us. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's the same thing. And then they'll be like, but like, oh my god, the illegal immigrants, who will clean your toilets? Like, well, actually, you should clean your own fucking toilet, retard. You have two fucking degrees and you can't work goddamn yeah, also, also the degeneracy that implies that, like, you don't clean your own fucking toilet? What's wrong with you? Exactly. Uh, the uh, interns do that, actually. Uh, actually, I mean, if I had interns, hey, you guys really want to get into other hobbies and make people mad? Get into buying tools. It's a good time. Oh my god, yes, oh, yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, yes, buddy. Well, it's like a fucking uh, snap on truck rapes you. Uh, <laughs> after this podcast, I'll send you a picture of my snap on box. Do it. Do it. I just sent you a follow, Corey, so you'll probably see it. All right. Um, but yeah, dude, like, I actually, I do want to kind of reminisce on the, the good old days of Gundler because I don't think a lot of people realize how fucking cool that was back then. Yeah, pre-Instagram, um, dudes, dudes just posting, like, the most random shit possible with gun-related gun content, and then... It kind of got out of hand, I think, and then sometimes yeah. really weird. Like people, it was weird. It was like this weird intersection of like all the weird people of Tumblr and guns, and then normal people that were into guns and liked the social media format of Tumblr, and all kind of met in this really weird way. And that's how I found out about like stuff death because I followed Tack Life and all that shit. And so we do have a few mutual homies from the Gunblur days. Um, I'll okay. DM you about it later. Um, but, uh, like we, we'd see the weirdest shit. Do you remember the guy that posted, um, like when he was posting something about gun control and some fucking Tumblr chick was like all fucking like, Oh, I bet it's cause you have a tiny dick and he just posted his dick. Do you remember that? (laughs) (laughs) I will explain this for people because it's the funniest fucking thing. So this guy, like, starts trying to debate on gun control things, and this Tumblr blue-haired feminist bullshit lady, whatever she was, was, like, starting to argue with him about gun control. And she said, I bet it's because you have a tiny dick. And he's like, no, like, I'm, I'm pretty happy with my penis. You don't need to make a, make a joke about it. Like, your argument doesn't hold any water if you're going to make this joke. And she's like, ah, that's something that a guy with a tiny dick would say. And his response was, okay, you asked. And so he just pulled his dick out, and he had a SIG P238 was his carry gun at that point. He put his gun next to his dick, took a picture, and said, front to back, the slide is six inches, and I'm clearly hanging over by a couple. So I'm pretty fucking happy. (laughs) (laughs) Just posted it, and the entirety of Dumbler saw this man's dick next to his gun. That was the ultimate fucking chat move. <laughs> like, he just put his fucking dick up on the internet. <laughs> Dude, there was wild shit on Tumblr. Dude, that that was the weirdest app back in the day. Like, it was so fucking weird. That's a, that is 10 years old. Like, o- older than 10 years at this point. I haven't even been on in, like, I would say six 
I think mine just Seven. feeds from something. I don't know. I don't look. I know. I, I know some of the OGs, like um, Toppy and Spent Brass. I know he's still there. But he's like he, he's a cool dude. I met him a couple of times, and he's super nice guy. So like, there's there's some OGs that are there, and they're still running around. But there was some weird shit, and it was fun. Like that was that first I think real shit posting exposure I had to this stuff. I mean, there was there was four chan, but like I didn't fuck with four chan that much, but. The, the Gumbler scene was weird and wild. And, like, I think it's very interesting to think that, like, guns are just... It's a, it goes to the point of guns are just a thing. Like, we all just, like, have them. And we want to talk about them if we think they're cool. Right? And, like, I mean, you I go agree. to an app... Yeah, like, we go to an app like Tumblr, <laughs> and it's like, hey, like, holy shit. There's people here that like guns, too? Like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's a, it's very fun, and I think the thing that I actually that started, I guess, some of this, uh, the the pin that I wanted to put in, uh, <laughs> like a gun idea, like an actual gun or gun product idea that you think is underrated or undervalued, and you want people to put a little bit more thought into the idea. And what would be that one that kind of sticks out to you? Is like we should we should think about that a little more. I think. For me, because I'm at this point to where I own, I own whatever shit that I find is cool. Um, again, I'm not discounting absolutely anything, right? I know I'm hashtag blessed. I'm gonna say that out loud for everyone to laugh at. Um, I think the concept of the like, <coughs> what are the what was the what was the fucking not the I forget what company it was, but they made the the quick disconnect barrel with the rail that's like i think it was an air force like a survival oh you're rifle. talking about Not, like the, Do- the dolos barrel system is that what like that is rail- called like that I, there was a company yeah midwest, midwest, did midwest did this but there was dolos yeah. was a company that did this before then so like the, you could take the barrel and handguard off entirely and then put a new one on i think that is something that's interesting to me purely because and if you guys, you know, if you work in a shop or you've just been around, like most guys don't understand once you have a fucking SOT and you have the ability to just have shit show up and you don't, you, it's, you just don't care about guns anymore. Like I have a 249, it's chambered 300 blackout. It's a dickhead ass fucking gun. Um, it's cool as shit, but outside of that, like, yeah, what do I buy? A, another belt fed, a bigger version of that belt fed. All right, cool. Someone's got a link shit or I got to find link demo. And then it's like, what else am I going to shoot? I'm probably almost full circle to going back to shooting Rimfire. But I think all the weird oddball shit that I'm into now is like that system. Like I, I just looked at one and I thought I was going to try and find and buy one. But apparently they're really expensive because, again, clone guys have, have ruined this for us. But I think that's the I think that's kind of where the industry needs to go to is stuff that is better for storage for like long term storage, if that makes sense. Okay, so kind of like the idea of, like, how do you take a gun that's mostly going to get stored in, like, a, a regular, normal person way, and in yeah. a heart, you can make it a real gun, and, like, there you go, like, here's my gun. That's like, that not kind a of idea. Holder. 
Yeah, like because I have a law folder on an SBR and it works okay, but you kind of have to like have a backpack for that thing to make it work. And what? Right, exactly. And how often do you shoot that gun? Actually, a lot. Okay, so for me, but, I have a law folder on a ten and a half. I don't shoot it. Like I'm, and most guys, if you if you follow anything that I do, especially on my personal stuff, I'm really into shooting things that you shouldn't shoot long distance or quote long distance right long range like i did the uh i don't know everyone hates kevin birmingham that's fine whatever uh 12 and a half inch 556 five, mini fix you guys that's did that as, you did that as a like a re- limited release right yeah we did we did a, a limited on those and it was one of those was it situations 13 on that one or was it a 12 and, or was it a, 12 and a half yeah and I did them as factory SBRs because I, again, you know, I'm very vocal about the fucking pistol brace thing. If you want something that's fucking cool and you're willing to fucking get it, then you should pay the toll, unfortunately. And, and again, I don't agree with tax stamps. I've already been pretty fucking vocal about that. That's why I'm an SOT holder because fuck laws. Um, but yeah, I, I did those as, as something, you know, that I own a 300 blackout version. I have other fucking bolt guns. I wanted something that was fun to fucking shoot. Hence, um, I will say this here, the next Nevesky collab that I do is a 12 and a half inch 6.5 Creedmoor N6. That's fucking sick. That's awesome. And to be that asshole, that is a thousand yard gun with 144 grain fucking ELDs. That's fucking sweet. Uh, that's a gun I, I would want to try because that, that sounds cool. I mean, I, th- at this point, like I've I've been wanting because I just my uh, my Otter Creek Polonium just cleared, so I'm like, okay, I need to go play Fantastic with. Fantastic fucking can, dude! I love mine. I have a K. I've abused the living fuck out of mine. Um, I'm honestly surprised I haven't blown it up, but yeah, I love that can. Sorry. Yeah, no, I um, actually uh, Otter Creek does kind of pseudo sponsor us. Um, the the loud inserts that Otter Creek made was for guys <laughs> on the podcast. Um, I did not get one, but Forges has one. I think WAP has Steve one. And Cope. Uh, I'm sure if I ask I really, nicely enough, you might make one. to buy an Amazon riser for lock and my corner. <laughs> red dots and shoot a for- <laughs> Boy, <laughs> that's fucking- my next goal. Dude, I, I can't be more excited um, about the PCSL stuff because we've had Max Lee Grandis on a few times. And uh, he's talked about his PCSL new like organization that he's trying to start. It's fucking cool. Like it takes out all of the fud shit and weird classifications out of USPSA. And there's like a handgun division, there's a rifle division, and there's a two gun division. And that's and there's a, a three gun rule technically, but like it's not the point of PCSL. It's just AR and handgun. Yeah, that's gonna fucking crush. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, there, there's a match uh, in Georgia uh, in May that is going to be really cool. We promoted it for our last episode we did with Max. I'll send you the info if you want to know more about it. But like, it's, yeah, let me know. It's fucking cool. Like, there's some really fucking cool shit with that. And I feel like it's. Uh, I we're going to see this kind of new switch in the next few years of people looking for something that meets them where they're at. And that we can just go and have fun because I feel like there's a lot of people that take this shit like super duper fucking serious, like way too serious. It's like, 
What do you mean you don't have a weapon light on that rifle? Like, well, it's because I bought it for fun. Like, what? What do you mean? I don't, I, I'm not, like, it, it's a rifle. Like, I don't need to have a light on every fucking thing I own. <laughs> That's why I own a P ninety, dude. <laughs> so it's kind of one of those things. I think it's just it. It so bugs the shit out of me when guys get like super. They forget the fun that guns are, and they like the fun of the hobby, and the, the almost debating the hobby becomes their hobby and not the fun of the hobby. Well, yeah, because like, that's what Lucas like told them they needed to do. I mean, I appreciate his goal with it in the sense that, like, the when you way he you hear, I've heard him express the way he thinks about it, like. I get what he's saying and I don't totally disagree with the mission that he has with his company. And that was kind of his goal with his company. But like, it's the same thing that comes with everything else. You know, you get guys that are like absolute T-Rex arms, nut huggers, you can nut huggers or sub death nut huggers. They're just like, this is their thing. And it's like, Hey man, like it, it doesn't matter. Go, go shoot your shit and have fun and be good with what you own. because you need to have fun with this stuff. And if it's a gun, you don't enjoy shooting, you're not going to shoot it. And then right. if you don't enjoy shooting, then if you actually have to shoot another fucking person, you won't actually have the range time because you didn't enjoy shooting your fucking gun. And like, therefore you, you didn't practice because it was boring to you. Right. Like, that's why I always told people when I was at a gun shop, I was like, yo, buy a gun that you enjoy shooting for your first pistol like you should if you have all the options in the world buy something that's fun to shoot like buy a gun that's fun to shoot some guns I really don't enjoy shooting but there's like like, your first gun should be something you you should buy something that's fun to shoot and capable for what you want it to be and just go shoot and have fun shooting and get better at shooting because you're having fun doing it because that's how you're going to practice. If you're not going to, if you hate shooting the gun, then what the fuck is the point? Like, if you buy a Glock uh, 43. Yeah. That would be definitely like a thing that applies to like uh, big bore cartridges, like 458 and 50 Beowulf, and like any like huge handgun caliber. Like, those are just straight up not pleasant to shoot. They're just toys. Or like, if you buy a 43, if you buy a Glock 43, they're, they're just not fun to shoot. It's like, ah, there's like so much recoil and they're so expensive and just, it's just. Are, are you saying that my 44 Magnum 2 inch 6 shot is not an enjoyable pistol to shoot? 2 inches? That's like a really long barrel, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's like it's a like, huge barrel. What do you mean? Why, why, why do you have that moment. long of barrel length? What the fuck, man? Jesus, what are you compensating for? <laughs> it's mostly ego. That's what it is. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I feel like we lost the fun of it, and I feel like we lost the fun of things when Carnicon kind of uh, went to a close. Oh, because... sad day. Because I admit, I admit. I miss him. I miss Dugan so much. Like, it's just, it's one of those things of like, yeah, man, like I just, I, I, he made shooting fun, right? Like going to the range and shit. Like it was just having fun. He wasn't even like trying to be serious. And he was obviously mocking all the people who were trying to take it super serious, especially back when the channel was big and like 
the 2010s when like everybody was trying to basically be some version of nothing fancy. Um, it was fun. It was fun to just watch him go shoot shit and just be like, put a fucking shark fin on his head and shoot a Mark 18. Like it was fun. <laughs> like stupid shit like that was enjoyable. And we've lost a bit of that because now it's all about preparedness and there's a point to that, but like you don't need to keep a fucking plate carrier in your car, dog. Like you're not going to have time for it. Carry a pistol that you can shoot well and just move on with your fucking life. Jesus Christ. Drive a car with no air conditioning. You know, that's what I'm going on about. Yeah, well, I drive a car with no fucking heater, so that tells you how fucking retarded I am. <laughs> Is it a Nissan? No. My... <laughs> It's it's funny. My uh, inlet to my heater core snapped off, so I had to like just bend the hose to go back into the block. <laughs> so yeah, I just don't want to deal with that shit. Dude, that's the move, man. So Improvise, it, adapt, overcome. Okay, bear girls. Uh, I I hope you have a good piss filter. <laughs> but yeah man i mean like there's a i'm sure we could go on for hours about all the other like crazy shit but we're kind of coming up on like about close ish to two hours um so i don't know if you want to end it here or if there's any other stuff or any other rants that you have something that like pisses you off if you want to rant about it like this is a really good time because i would love um. to hear another <laughs> really fucking good brand so uh most of my rants, man, are kind of already exist on my podcast, which I am really terrible at keeping up on, um, which I hope no one goes and listens to, Fort Knox Podcast. Um, but yeah, I don't think, dude, most of my rants are pretty pretty close to heart when it comes to, you know, I'm very passionate just about the hobby thing and just, I really want this fucking space to just open up just a little bit and dudes would be a little bit fucking cooler. Like, WAP was talking about it earlier, how he would fucking talk shit about me a bunch. You know, and like, dude, I loved it. It was so fucking funny to me because I would go and look and, you know, it's like I'm I have fucking thick skin. I'm such a shithead and such a shit talker that I would go and look at that. and be like, some of these dudes are legitimately upset and very angry because they don't like this. And I dude, I it fucking fires me up. I love it so much. So your your message to the audience is. Shut the fuck up and go have fun with your guns. Yes, go. Dude, not even guns. Like, it, what's this? Like, like you said earlier, it's like, yeah. Hey, look. Here's Literally the thing, man. Up some fucking grass, dude. Eat ass. Fucking, you know. Just do all the bad things. Do all the bad things in life. Lift fucking weights. Do cool drugs. Eat ass. Fucking eat steaks. I'm just all of these things. Do all of them. They're all fucking tight. Have some fucking fun. That's my message to everyone. I mean, that's a hell of a good message, honestly. Um, and there's also, also make fun of Superior Defense and buy Ford Observations merch because I make money off of that too. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll only send my Ford Observation merch to Ukraine um, because they need it. <laughs> For all their, very ser- <laughs> all their very serious uh, tactical operations. 
Um, just put, put a forward observation sticker on a DGI Mavic drone and have it drop a hand grenade on somebody. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going to fucking go for. But like, yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's kind of one of those things. I think that it's a good side of the industry for the sake that it's, it's okay to have fun and like, don't let your life be ruled by the fact that you feel an obligation to carry a Glock 19 with an RMR. Like that's not, that's not how your life should go. Right. Like if there's a cool bar that you're, you and your friends want to go to and the fucking guards got a metal detector. Okay, fine. Take your gun off and go have a good night and like enjoy spending time with your friends. If there's some shit that you want to go do, like go riding dirt bikes or something like fucking go ride dirt bikes, go have fun and enjoy your life. And yeah, hot take doing shit is actually really fun. Mm-hmm. It's it's good for your mental health to go do things, right? And mm-hmm. if that means like you have to go put up with a bullshit FUD range because your friends want to go shoot guns and you hate all the rules at this range, well, if they ask you to go, fucking go. Go have fun. Because if they want to go shoot guns and you want to go hang out with your friends, go fucking shoot at the FUD range. It's okay. Like... And it's okay to own guns that are fun. And it's okay to spend time doing other shit that's fun, like working on cars or playing a musical instrument. Like, go do something. Go do other shit, you know? And it's it's inter- it's fun to see, I guess, where SUPDEF has gone because at the end of the day, it's all about fun. And it, I knew if you didn't enjoy it, you wouldn't fucking do it. Yeah, I'm closing up shop of the day it turns fucking shitty and boring and, and bad for me. Yeah, and I mean, like, I think that's the way it, it kind of should be, is like, if you're not having fun with it, if you're not enjoying what you're doing with y- your mm-hmm. hobbies or whatever, or if, like, for you, this is your job, then, like, okay, like, there it is. And that works fine for people, you know? But a lot of guys get super serious about shit, and they, like, you know want to talk about how they want to do recce and shit and all that. It's like, hey, guys, like, recce in urban environment means a Glock and an iPhone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like walk around, talk to normal people, carry a gun concealed, and just, like, if I, oh, that's weird. Take a picture of it and move on with your life. <laughs> I, have, I have one really good question to ask. <laughs> is, is the tank the no-limit tank? Yeah based <laughs> okay yeah, so what it so what it is and i'll actually dude this is so my original business partner um with superior defense was this dude b love um him and i grew up going to hardcore shows both shithead straight edge dudes meaning we've done way more illegal shit than fucking most people um and him and i fucking absolutely love no limit and just all of that you know that cult that that culture and originally when we started um it was you know hey the no limit tank is t- is changed ten percent. Is, so, is that like a, it, it, is that a, like a number yeah. you need to do for like copyright or something? So the so the major so the majority of, of copyright people will tell you that you can get away with ten percent of change that they can't go oh, okay. after you. But anyone who's smart enough to know how it works, they'll be able to go and fucking take your ass to court 
So, and I'll, and I'll finish yeah. this, this in the same sentence is the reason why I stopped doing Wahoo stuff is because I got a cease and desist from the fucking MLB. Now, oh my God. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Baseball is very, very weird about their shit. I have so, a story about that. Was it, uh, was it the Chief Wahoo? So I got, so dude, okay. Fucking crazy. I haven't really talked about this. Like, go publicly. for it. Go for it, dude. So I remember I had all of my stuff was printed. It was ready to get picked up. I had just signed a BOL and sent it out. And I get an email from a woman. I forget what her name is. And it, it's an MLB.com. And I taught and, and my business partner was house party. We we're we're in the office at the same time. I was like, dude, I got an email from fucking MLB. I bet it's a fucking cease and desist. I opened it and I read the fucking first sentence and it was like, oh, you know, fucking superior defense, cease and desist. And I closed it. I closed my email. I shut my I like literally put my computer on in lock screen. I stood up. I was like, dude, I got a fucking cease and desist from the fucking MLB. And I walked out of the office. (laughs) And I was like, all right, cool. I need to actually look at this. So I ended up going back and I read it. And it's like three pages. And it's straight up like, hey, you know, it's very basic. They didn't ask for my numbers. They didn't ask for fucking anything monetary. They literally were just like, hey, you are implying that this is official MLB merchandise. And they had screen caps from Instagram. They had screen caps from my blog. They had screen caps from um, something else. So they had been working on this for a while. And it's the t- and I'll, this is my favorite story. Um, time to market is a big thing for this space, just because if something is cool and hot, this for anything. If something is cool and hot, and you can get the fl- the first flip out on it. You're going to be first to market. You're going to be able to fucking you know win the, the hearts hearts and minds of the people. Um, the day that the fucking Guardians changed, the, the, the Indians changed their name to the fucking Guardians, oh, man. I had the fucking Guardian flip with the tank within 20, within 20 minutes. <laughs> That's awesome. So I had this shit, I had this shit ready to roll. They came out with their fucking Guardians name. I had a release the following week on a Monday. That's awesome. So, dude, they sent it and and literally was just like, you're, you know, you're implying that this is official MLB merchandise. You need to stop. You need to remove anything that is like on social media, blog, website, whatever. So you can actually go to the SUPDEF website or or just SUPDEF.blog and you can go to the 2019, 2020 stuff and maybe 2021 stuff. And anything that has a Wahoo is blurred out. So it's still on there. You (laughs) You can tell what it is, but it's blurred. So you're telling me you're telling me that shirt's actually collectible. Oh my I, god. I, I still have that. I still have that fucking shirt. <laughs> That's awesome. It brings That's money, man. You know what's even better? Is that like if you rotate the fucking Guardian's current logo like uh 90 degrees to the left, it looks exactly like the Chief Wahoo logo if you like really zoom out. Dude, they the wildest thing that a lot of guys don't realize, especially with the MLB, is when MLB hit me. I think I was the first one to really catch one in this scene in this space because then they went after everyone else. But think about this: it was a big stink that 
you know, they were getting rid of Wahoo. The only thing that the MLB did was they made it so that Wahoo wasn't actually acceptable to for on field. They still sell that shit in the fucking pro shop. But it's because it's a nostalgia thing and not like the mm-hmm. actual official new logo, so therefore they can kind of get away with it. So that's I think is the big reason because I know someone else who got a season to assist over some brave stuff and he told me they were asking for fucking numbers. They wanted to see shit. So I call my fucking um, <laughs> my copyright lawyer, and I was like, "All right, hey man, um, I caught a C and D from the MLB," and he laughed. He's like, "Okay, where did it come from?" And then I was like, "I told him from direct from MLB, their lawyers." He asked a couple questions, and I was like, and I answered him. He's like, "All right." Um, Take this as a W. It's not an L. They didn't ask for any money from you. Because I think, WAP, you, did you catch a C&D from, uh, from Patagonia? So, uh, WAP is not on right now. He had to go hop off for a moment. But, no, yeah, the, they came to the uh, the Patagonia one. He did, actually. They, there wasn't a thing that, that actually happened. I don't know if there's a, what the details. General chat. Look at the last image that was sent. <laughs> If you look at the forms of the the logo, oh like, those are exactly the fucking same. Shit! Are you, did, did you uh, not know about this? They are exactly the same. I don't. I don't pay attention to baseball, but that's a hilarious. It's the same thing. It's the same. That is hilarious. <laughs> Holy shit! Which is clever on their part. It's actually great. It's actually great. I, I'm impressed. That's very good. But it's yeah, very dude, I, good. I, I I caught that CND and it was that was a big one. But I also am pretty. I pr- I know I know about the Pat. I know about the Patagonia ones because you know obviously involvement and seeing a lot of that stuff. Like, it's fucking crazy, man. And like, did did you end up catching, uh, copying? Sorry. You end up copying one of the uh, Patagonia shirts. I didn't get one of those. Um, I DM me. I'll see if I can help you get one if you want one. <laughs> I, I'll hate you. Uh, but yeah, yeah man, oh, see, you had the opportunity to buy one for a while. No, 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 it's fine. No, it's fine. No, no. Well, you, I'll, I'll help you get one too. I'll help you get no, one too. I guess it's too no, no. incorrect for you. Hey, send me uh, the artwork. We'll we'll chat about this when we get to stop recording because that's kind of funny shit. But yeah, no, like. That one, I remember when it dropped, and I was like, I, I, I knew what happened with Forward. And so when Wap posted his shirt, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'm going to buy that. And then It's not going to uh, last very long. It's not going to last. I knew it. And then I ended up uh, with the same company. I ended up releasing my own shirt because I hit 6,000 followers right about that same point, or like about a month later. And I was like, okay, like, it's the time to do that. And my buddy saw the Patagonia shirt. He's like, you should make a shirt that says, I shaved my balls for this. And so I did. <laughs> and it's not copyrighted, so it can still be sold. <laughs> dude, that's that's fucking tight. But yeah, dude, yeah. With, with the with Patagonia, they own they own that space with that fucking lawsuit with that shit. They go after you. Oh, it's a mountain range and a, with a color range and any different variation. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's almost a it's almost a meme to poke fun at them at this point. Like, it is a meme. And it's going to continue. 
like it's going to continue and, and Patagonia realizes oh, it's going you know to continue. Uh, I know for a fact that there are German versions of that hat with the same like backwards saying on it, but in German. So that's extra funny to me. I need a link. <laughs> oh God. I'm going to have to, uh, I'll have to ask. That's great. I asked for the hat, but he wouldn't send it to me. Oh, if there's a link to buy it, though, I'll, I'll buy it and have it oh, dirty. Then, like, like I'll, I'll fucking buy that shit. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's funny and it's weird. Like, this is a thing, and it's hitting everybody else too. Like that, it, it's not like it's just you guys. Like when um, uh, admin results did his little merch runs and stuff. He he knew he was poking at the bear too. Like yeah, he he, uh, one, uh, this is basically why, like the goober one, and then he did like the the North Face ripoff one, and then the other shit. Like it, it, it was obvious. <laughs> he kind of knew what he was doing. This is basically why uh, Yvonne Chouinard like split himself from Patagonia, like in the fucking eighties, because he didn't want to be involved with. Gay- this is your land and that whole fucking thing that they like they they decided to take patagonia and make it this whole fucking ridiculous political thing is like i guess it's cool that you want to like make a statement on something it's not even that they wanted to make it political it's that they made it they wanted to cater to like city people who pretend to be from the country <laughs> I'm, I'm it's, like, it's, like, it's like city people, but like a mountain version of Carhartt versus ranch uh, version like, of Carhartt. I'm going to rant about this because I'm from Colorado. I'm going to rant about this shit. These fucking people piss me off so goddamn much. They think they live oh. in like, they, they, they think because they have a fucking cast of steamboat that they're like not like really a city person because they spend so much time up in the mountains skiing and they don't realize that fucking steamboat is the exact same fucking thing as Denver. It's just there's less fucking people and there's more rich people. It's the same fucking thing. It's still, it, yeah, Steamboat, Aspen, whatever you want to fucking say. Like, it's the same. These people want to act like they're not fucking city people. And it's like, guys, it's a fucking city. It's a big fucking city. Everything that you expect out of a big city is happening in these places. But they want to act like they're like wearing Patagonia and Carhartt. And they're like, oh my god, like I don't live in the city. You know, like, I really respect the outdoors. Oh my god, we're roughing it out here, babe. We're, like, in the country right now. And they have Wi-Fi and, like, it's like... They have, uh, they have a hotspot. There's a hotspot in the Jeep Gladiator they're driving. Like, what the fuck? God, God damn it. Gladiator, yeah, that's the, that's the ultimate. That's the final straw when they have a fucking Jeep Gladiator. You know, and they, they piss me off because it's not a real fucking Jeep. It's not a real fucking Jeep. No, it's not. It's Fiat Chrysler. It's not a real fucking cracks in half. As an asshole that drove an XJ for 10 years, it's not a real fucking Jeep. <laughs> it's a half-decent truck. It's an okay truck for what it is, but it's not a Jeep. And, like, it's not... No, it's, it, like, it, it's a pickup truck from Fiat Chrysler. And if you accept it for that and you like it for what it is, fine. Enjoy your fucking car. But don't fucking say like, oh my god, it's like Corey. a stupid off roader. It's like is, a great one. Like, Corey still in here? He's here. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, are you familiar with not a Jeep? Yes. Yeah, that's a great page because it mostly shits on Jeeps. <laughs> that's I why. That's exactly why I love it. 
I one of the few stickers I have on the truck is a not a deep sticker, and that's pretty great, especially because people confuse my car with a Jeep a lot and kind of rubs me the wrong way. It's fucking like annoying when I see these like brand new, like fucking perfect Jeep Cherokees, and they're like, it's a great Jeep, and it's like. They're no, it's not a fucking Jeep. It's a goddamn Chrysler Fiat. It's not a fucking Jeep. You guys are assholes. I hate all of you. You don't understand the fucking master race of the inline of the four liter inline six. You're, you piss me off. <laughs> Fuck you. Hell yeah, brother. Like, all right, boys. Hey, I'm going to get going. <laughs> Hey, right. this has been a damn good episode. Corey, you're welcome back anytime, man. I yeah. love shooting the shit with you, man. It's great. Hit me with an invite next time, boys. All right. All right. We'll hit you up, Doug. All right. Yeah, Have a good one, guys. <laughs> All right. I think that concludes this episode of Clone and Correct, unless anyone else has anything to say. Um, yeah. Okay, good night, young man. Let me end it out. Go for it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Clone and Correct podcast. Uh, Y'all stay safe, stay sexy, and we'll see you next time. Bye.